Praise God, my love, divine feminines, and my few divine masculines. And this one, in a way, is almost for you, <laughs> in a sense. But um, here's my raw reactions, right? Um, just, yeah, I'm raw. If you know me, then here we go. So I've come to learn that this process is about learning to love myself. So I will say things like, if black men don't like black women, um, you know, because of their dark skin and there's the colorism, make me as dark as possible. If they like, you know, blonde, you know, just like, uh, what do you call it? Smoother, like more liso hair. Give me all the curls. Give me all of them. Make it 4A, 4B, 4C. You know what I'm saying? Um, give me the big lips, the big nose. Um, another fun one for me too is, and I understand it, but because um, most guys are tend to be short, but it's kind of like even genetically, I'm like, let me be tall, let me be head head above shoulders type of a thing too, and so um, you're gonna see. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna title this. Um, he doesn't like zodiac signs. How I know I'm on the right track, and let me tell you, I think especially for my divine feminines, how I'm gonna play it and I think the end if I'm able to hold on to it until the end is is gonna be fascinating it's gonna definitely be a a buried treasure type of a thing in my opinion right but um it's it's so shocking because you have to kind of ask yourself why so many black men are opposed to the zodiac stuff and I also want to insert it early enough in this podcast one minute and 55 seconds in you know, I had gotten this from Crystal, and I did mention her name on a previous podcast. You all know I'm a huge fan of her. She has a lot of herbs and teas. And I, I think it kind of grossed myself out a little bit, too, because we ended up talking about how you can take teas for, you know, to make sure you have healthy sperm or healthy eggs. But she also has other teas that are really great for if you're trying to purify your blood for weight loss. If you want to, if you're anemic, she also has those types of teas. So it's more so outside of that because afterwards I was like, it kind of took a little bit of a tangent. But I really like her. She's esoteric and she also talks about, um, she has a lot of really great health things and Honestly, if she found out I was eating these Cheetos, y'all, she probably would banish me for a little bit just to punish me. But but hey, I'm working on it. Right. Um, But one of the things that she brought up in her in her um, chat and I'm going to carry this is like you have to ask yourself if we're supposed to be so opposed to Zodiacs and they don't have any weight and they don't have any value. Why does the doctor call? your time of birth why is it on your birth certificate right because for those of us who are kind of into um into the natal charts and i think that sometimes we do undermine just how significant the whole collection of all the placements are when we just focus on the sun sign because we are so much more where the rising the moon the venus the houses right there's the degrees in there too right and so and then you have you know if they're opposite opposite or trying and you know we have the saturn return stuff and um but why does the doctor call your time of birth <laughs> let me see what he's doing time of birth when you're born and with that with the natal charts too um he's gonna keep going till i 
It's okay. Yep, every time. He'll keep going until I tell him it's okay. It's it's like a habit thing. <laughs> but I'm um, so um but also, you know, they're looking at geographic location where you were born, the land the longitude and latitude. All of those things matter and then you kinda go over into astrocartography, right? Um I do believe that people like um Megan and Harry pay very close attention to their astrocartography and it kind of accounts for why they moved a couple of times, but I think that wherever they're located now, I, I I did a whole podcast on it, is ideal for both of their placements and it you can see why they're thriving. I know. So but and so but it made me wonder, you know, I've been noticing a lot of like especially black men are like, Oh, if a woman says that she's into zodiacs, it's only black women, blah blah blah, blah that are into zodiacs and it's such a turn off to them that at first it was kinda of like, I could understand if you know it's not your thing. I think that we should be able to have conversations outside of that. Um, I'm, and like I said, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to play it and why I'm going to play it this w- a certain way. But, um, but I started to say, wait a minute. So if I'm going to go in the opposite direction of everything that they say, right? If they say black women are not attractive, I'm going to see myself as attractive. If they see, say dark skin is attractive, I'm going to embrace my dark skin. If they say, you know, that, you know, the black phenotype is unattractive, I'm going to, I'm going to lean more into it. If they say a wealthy woman is unattractive, listen, give me all the commas, all the zeros, all of them, right? If I can get two commas in this lifetime, I'm going to lean into it like you don't even understand. Like, make me that unattractive. And so, what's interesting to me is a lot of these men will embrace Christianity before the Zodiac. So, I was like, well, if I think that their thinking is backwards, then let me not just walk. Let me run in the whole other complete Zodiac, a complete uh, direction because if they're wanting to run more and more accepting of like, oh, the Bible says to be submissive, the Bible and religion and God and, you know, he's Hebrew Israelite type of thing and he's coming back and he's going to, that's kind of a clue to me. I'm like, if they don't like Zodiacs, that means there's something to be said there. There's something to dig in. There's something to um, explore it, right? And what was so fascinating to me, and here, here's what, here's what I'm going to play it. I think that in general, am I going to be talking to like, even um, when I, and y'all know, I'm kind of giving myself at least two to three years to kind of start dating again, because I've kind of mentioned for those of you who don't know, and not that it matters to, but just to kind of give you where I'm coming from. I want to get my ducks in a row. I want to be able to travel. There's a lot of things I want to do and experience before I get into another relationship. So I figure that's at least for another two years. And then the third year, I'll kind of revisit it, see if it's something I'm open to, and then get back on the dance floor type of a thing. But there's not that rush there, but it's something I'm kind of open to down the road. But, um, and so took that tangent and kind of lost my train of thought a little bit, but um, when it comes to zodiacs, uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say when I'm having a conversation with other men, you know, it's not if they bring it up and and 
surprisingly, the men that I talked to, even within the last year, if they bring it up, it's game time. Let's go. Now, that being said, those really, truly, surprisingly are a different caliber of men. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Now, but that being said, too, you do have these fugazis. You do have some fugazi guys. Because what, what's happening is, too, you have to kind of de- decipher between the bizarro world and the real world in the sense of, like, you have some people. Understand we're coming out of here. We go. Let's get into it. We're coming out of Age of Pisces. And so with Age of Pisces, you have a lot of smoke and screen, smoke and mirrors, and a lot of illusions. So are you going to have men out there that are going to probably even hear this and or already have? And I've seen them. And they're on. If you're watching the same stuff I'm watching, you've already seen it. But um, they will be able to say some of the same things and talk about their son this and their rising dad and blah, blah, blah. Fugazi AF. Don't fall for the malarkey. Don't fall for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But um, there are high caliber quality men that if they bring it up, it's kind of like, okay, game time and it's there for the taking. That being said, I'm not out here necessarily being the first person to have a conversation with other men about um, the occult or esoteric or zodiac stuff. Okay. I'm not, I wouldn't recommend that my divine feminines are out here and you're dating and you're meeting people or at the workplace. And then you're like, Oh, my Taurus boss, this, or my Leo boss, that, or my coworker, you know, or, or, you know, you're on that first date and, and you're dipping into zodiacs right away. Right now, if you just so happen to find out when he was born, you know what I'm saying, and, and that type of thing, and you go back home and crunching the numbers. And I actually gave a really good website for you to go and get your natal chart stuff done. I low-key, for real, and um, I mentioned that I had gotten my natal chart. We did, it was, I want to say, like four to six weeks, two hours each session, going over my natal chart, and he gave me this website. Um, and I... and. I wish I had it sooner because it's very good. I will make sure to bring it up. But if, for those of you who go like way, way back, um, back to when I first started, I shared it with you guys. It's great for your natal charge. You can also run it for compatibility. And coincidentally, right before I found out about the um, cheating incident with my last um, uh, relationship, I ran to the best I could, you know, I just kind of plugged in his generic date of birth for um, around 12 midnight, if you're going to do it to around 12 midnight, just to kind of give you, but it can change every couple hours. That's why the specific time frames are important. But, um, and y'all, the incompatibilities, it was just kind of like these people were um, in my business, you know what I'm saying? And it was, it was, I remember feeling like, crap you know like oh damn we really are not incompatible and I remember um it was kind of a I think you can use it as a tool and I think that um you know you can check it to see and part of the thing is too I also switched the place in between you know primary and secondary person just to make sure and just to make sure because sometimes I feel like I'm gonna investigate or analyze to make sure that for the accuracy 
And even though it flipped the, the lens in terms of um, talking, you know, in first person to second person, if that kind of makes sense, it was still reflecting to me how um, I was like, yeah, that's so me. That's so my personality. I can see where I'm coming across this way. And I could see that he has certain wants and needs that we were just, if I'm going to keep it 100%, it didn't make the heartbreak any easier um, to be honest, because it was kind of like a real legit tower moment. But truth be told that if I swear, if I had probably had that earlier, I could have again avoided landmines. But again, I think a lot of the times we have to learn to practice our own intuition. Because if I had listened to my gut and my instincts, they weren't so sharpened as they are now. But the, the clues were there, you know. Um. And so I remember after I did that, I, I, I started kind of coming down a little bit more on the language with him and our conversations. I was getting ready to go in and just kind of figure out like, what, what are you seeing? Are you seeing something here? Because it's looking like we're not compatible. I'm not going to keep fighting for something if all of these glaring incompatibilities are showing up and it's showing up as a mismatch. And, um, and so I would say, so I got that done in the summer and by September, right, October-ish, right before my birthday, boom, found out. And so, but um, part of what I think helped me heal as quick as I did, even though it took time, was at the end of the day, I figured we're not compatible anyways, right? Um, so I say all of that to say, um, I'll try to get you the resources for that, but I was saying like, yeah, if you're on the date and you happen to find out the date of, you know, date of birth and the time and, and you run to see if it's compatible, it can help you. I, you know, I would just do your due diligence type of a thing. And you can kind of sometimes you have to be careful with something that's called confirmation bias, you know, and sometimes that can happen with implicit bias or even stereotypes that we have about people. And sometimes we can project those things. So I'm kind of giving you that disclaimer there, but it's a great time for you to kind of assess what are you feeling? Are you, um, what are you really seeing? Um, and then, and it's not, um, it's not one of those things like, you know how I remember when I used to do my homework, I hope this helps, right? When I used to do my homework, my dad is kind of like a genius type of guy. He's a, he majored in physics, math, whole bunch of stuff. I kind of mentioned his creds, his credentials um, earlier this year type of a thing, but he's, he's really intelligent. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> I, um, I'm just different, obviously, right? But, um, and so I remember trying to get help with my algebra and between my, one of my friends and I, we figured out that if we asked him a question, he would do the whole, he would do the, the, the formula for us. And then we would just copy and paste and turn in our homework and get the assignment right. And I think that sometimes, you know, you can feel like, oh, well, I'm just going to go in there. And if it says that it has these issues, then I'm just going to leave it alone or walk away. I think that um, if I really had gotten that, inf- you know, let's just kind of talk through it for what you would do. But if, if you saw what I saw, 
I think that I would have had that conversation of kind of like, what are you singing here? Like, how bad do you want it? And just hear it from him and I, and see if, you know, there's something there, but I wouldn't have invested my time and my heart and mostly my time and my energy, right? Because then I would have been like, okay, yeah, no, this is matching up with with what it's saying, you know, he can see his needs are, what he doesn't see his needs are. And then would have shaved off a good three years off of my off my timeline type of a thing. But if he's kind of in, on that journey of uh, self-awareness and it's kind of like trying to figure stuff out. Um, and this is also cautionary, right, y'all? Because you don't want to take somebody who is... Um, you don't want to date for potential. So I'm I'm being very careful with all the nuances that I can think of as I'm going along the way. But um if 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 I got the sense that it's kind of like, okay, no, there's a genuine attraction there and we can work through some things because I do believe that our natal charts and the way that we are, like for example, I might have um some placements that make it difficult for me to um communicate emotions and or feelings and or you know I might have some some things where I have strengths and weaknesses right let's just let's just say that everybody has them nobody's above this I'm not gonna be the person to tell you like oh well you're uh um rising this or or you know moon that or this is in your house so then therefore you're, you know, that's a, a green light for you to be a nasty person or to just be mean or, you know, you don't walk around and be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Leo. So all the attention has to be on me, blah, 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 blah. No, it's like, you've got to learn how to, to harness that and say, I have the propensity to want to be out in the limelight. And that means that sometimes I'm not paying attention to my partner. Let me balance that out and share, learn how to share that limelight and or give them equal attention. You can still celebrate being in the limelight, but you kind of understand that it's not always going to be just about you, that it's about your partner or same thing too. Same thing with cancer, right? Um, you're not going to be so family oriented to the point that you're coddling bad behavior from, you know, your spouse or your children or your aunts or uncles or that type of thing. So I don't subscribe to, you know, taking it and saying that it won't work or that you are a victim of that. I think that you can use it as a blueprint and then build off of that. Right. And refine and become the person that you really want to be and I think it helps you get light years ahead because you really know what your strengths and weaknesses are right so um I was saying all of that to say like hey if you find out about a date or somebody that you're interested in or even you know like I said co-workers or stuff like that then by all means have it but here's the thing I think that because women and black women in particular gravitate to these zodiac signs and if a lot of us take the same approach that i do which is we don't have to tell these people that we got them clocked or we're pulling the card in the sense of like um you know uh, a lot of the conversations i have people will bring up their birthdays right so i'm already figuring out was i right was i wrong blah 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 i know 
how to kind of communicate with with the different ones, right? According to Sun, but understanding that there could be other things. Mercury, rising, moon, all of that, right? And it, it can be a fun process. It can absolutely be a fun process. I'm really good one-on-one with people. been having some really good conversations with people, I would say, even over the last three to six months, right? From all around the world, all different backgrounds and everything. Here's, here's the, the, the part. Understand that the Sophia knowledge it's almost, um, the, the word that keeps coming to mind is almost a cult. It's hidden. And it's something that it's going to take us back full circle to where that hidden knowledge was within the woman and within women. And it almost, in some, I, I, I know I'm not even going to do it anywhere near as much justice as other people know about these things, but it kind of is giving me the vibe of, there's a reason they were burning witches. <clears throat> There's a reason that they didn't want women to be, you know, together. Um, you know, I I am kind of like, uh, obviously my own person, but you have some people who go all the way into like rituals. I, I'm more into like the beauty regimen type of stuff. Um I'll have my like bracelets or different things here and there, but I do believe for me that it's more intrinsic. So if push comes to shove, I could be stripped naked somewhere and summon all of the power that I need to or everything that I need is within me. And those things are ancillary. And and I do believe that they serve a purpose, but some people use them a little bit more heavily, but I don't feel like I have to, because um, I remember Actually, one of the the guys that I have a he's a catalyst, and so um he was asking me what the bracelet on my arm made, and you know um I've been without it, but I like it, and it serves as a reminder to me, and it's like for a protection type of thing but but at the same time, if, if if it falls off, am I going to feel like I'm on just unprotected or not have the evil eye protection around me? No, I, you better believe I know how to like put up like um, I've actually activated it before. But if you are on some some janky energy, I've, I've been able to detect it in other people. And again, I think that when I talk about stuff, I I see things and I hear things that are not. Um, they're not 3D, so it's hard to explain, but I guess the best way you can explain this, like a person's aura. And if I can detect, like test that it's, you have some really crazy, um, aura around you, I will put up a shield. Like I know how to activate it and I can get it as big and as far out as I need to. Like a protective, it's kind of hard to explain, but I know how to activate it. And and it's even to the point where um, if, if you really go into some of this stuff, like if you were to, um, there, I forget which person it was. I was watching her stuff on YouTube and um, I disconnected from watching them because when, remember I was talking earlier about some people um, can use the information to get ahead like like for example Kim and Kanye so they used a lot of the dark and the occult stuff to get 
you know, ahead in 10 years. I think that they absolutely leveraged the Jupiter power in, in Pisces type of a thing. But when it's time to collect, now they're paying for it. Like it's just crumbling, you know, 10 years later, that retrograde boom. Cause even if you think back to 10 years ago, they weren't anywhere as far as they were. And I'm looking at how Jupiter's in a retrograde right now and will, um, will be going direct if I'm not mistaken until 2033. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, um, We were talking about the retrogrades. It's like. Lost my train of thought there. But here's how I'm going to play it. I don't think that I have to necessarily tell people that I I pulled their information. Right. Or that I'm aware of what they are. But I think it takes us back to this place where a lot of us women are going to have this knowledge. And I think that, you know, in many ways, it's going to put us to our own advantage. And I think that. If we we're going to be able to take off to degrees where it's not even funny. Oh, let me finish that story real quick because it is important. And I might even mention them. You can mess with them if you want to. But I like I said, the, their energy reminds me of what's going on with Kanye and Kim in terms of they're very successful. They know the occult stuff. You can learn for them. I promise you um, it's not even I don't. I, I don't even think it's a thing about protecting your energy because I wouldn't send you there if I felt like you had to protect your energy. It's just, it's giving me the vibes of they, they're not, um, how do you call it? They're not, um, pure, right? So you have some people who do magic, but there's trickery behind it. And I think that they use trickery in some of their stuff. And um, but one of the things that caught me was like they have herbs and things you can put around the house. And um, one of them was sharing how she put the the herbs like um, around her door sill. You just sprinkle it. It doesn't even look messy or anything. You just put a sprinkle it and you put it under the doormat. And she noticed that like when there was a friend in particular they came to the house and everything like came up to drove up and then got to the car and just would not get out. And she kept telling them like, just come in the house. You know, it's like you've been here all of this time. Person would not come out. And, you know, sometimes you, you put things on yourself or around yourself or around your house and you notice that people don't come around you, you know, and that's the energy that I walk in. So I know when I go places and I activate that energy and I don't have to do any rituals like I've gotten to the place where I just kind of just it's a part of of like okay activate now boom covered go and sometimes people will come and they will talk to me and sometimes they'll stay away and I'm like you know what I'm at this frequency and water will seek its own level and they're not at that level that's why they don't feel comfortable coming around me today and I'm protected from it. And it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so with all of that being said, I feel like um, we're getting back to that time and place where we will be able to, as I think women on, on a whole, will be able to make moves. Like, how dumb would you have to be to kind of know that you have, for example, something like 
Jupiter going into Aries. And a lot of us are becoming financially stable, financially um, independent, making some money moves. And you have all of that information to leverage, right? And we've even talked about how you can use the information like Mercury retrograde. I really enjoyed the last, not this one that we had earlier in 2022, um, earlier in the year. I really enjoyed covering the one from last year towards the end of the year because the resources that we covered there really gave us insights on the communication you needed to prepare for with your employees, with your bosses, how to send the emails, how to keep documentation of everything that was happening, and even how to play it to get a promotion. It That was amazing to me, right? Um, and so, yeah, I think that I'm comfortable with with somebody saying like, oh, any women that talk about Zodiac... I don't, like I said, I don't see myself talking to men about Zodiacs. If they bring it up, then I'm going to decipher if it's a bizarro, a fugazi, or if it's a genuine, authentic, divine masculine, where it's kind of like, you know, some people will just say things to get into your pants or kind of um, understand that there's some power there, but it's not for them. And then you'll have the divine masculine who's done the inner work and um, understands their power, the other person's power, how people work and that type of thing. And that there's something a little bit more beyond, you know, what we see here, you know, and I want to say those men are far and few between, right? Um, but I think that it's going to take us to a point where I just keep getting in my mind, Sophia, Sophia knowledge, right? Where it's kind of like back to, those days where women held a lot of the occult knowledge. And it scares the crap out of these men. And especially the energy that a lot of these, unfortunately, men are, are vibrating at. And it's almost to one of those points where if they're going in one direction, you know that you need to head in the complete opposite direction. The fact that they're so comfortable in I'm going to say like in the Bible and the submitting to the, you know, to the husband and, and, you know, still going to churches and still doing all of that type of stuff. Why do they embrace it so much? Why are they so quick to go to that, to that? And why does it frighten the dickens out of them when you start to pull their card and say, what's your rising? What's your this? What's your that? Why does it scare them? If it scares them, that's exactly the opposite direction I need to go to. That's exactly where I need to go and just distance myself from that. And so um, I apologize if it sounds redundant, but I'm going to close out, tie up the loose ends. I think that... um, I'm noticing the pattern more and more and more. I'm paying attention to the type of people that are saying like, oh, women in Zodiacs. Now, that being said, I still am going to do the series on the Myers-Briggs. I think it's absolutely important. Um, I do have a tab open that shows, you know, like which of the Zodiacs overlap with the Myers-Briggs, you know, personality traits that we have. But it comes down to social intelligence Emotional intelligence, understand, because remember, the I'm going to try to highlight this more and more and more in the stories that I see. But if you even look at the story of Judith, every divine feminine should understand the story of Judith. For those of you who grew up with, you know, around Christianity and whatever, 
the book of even Esther. A lot of the moves that she did is she understood the inner workings of how the men think, thought, right? How people move, how they're... Pro- if I do this, it's going to result in this, this, or this. And if they do this, this, or this, then I'm going to say this, and this is going to what's going to happen, right? Another good book for you to read is um, How to Influence People, right? Um, I started listening to the audiobook. It's 92 trips on... 92 tips on how to influence people got through it it's a it's a lot of information got halfway through it the winter is coming i probably can you know see myself just drinking some hot cider and listening to the rest of the book you know in front of the fireplace while i have some music going or something but um uh the other story was judith right i think i was talking about judith a little bit she understood even how a uh, um, I want to keep saying surgeon, but it's not surgeon. Uh, um, a general. She understood how an army general would think. She understood the strategies of law of of war. She understood, you know, even though she was pampered and married to one of the wealthiest men and one of the prettiest women, living her whole and best best entire life. She understood strategy of war how people are going to act how men in power act right and i think that the planetary placements that's not something to be remiss you know Mm. and even the uh i have to get off of here it's 33 minutes but um even the presidents have spiritual advisors okay and um, last but not least, I've talked about like even the Jewish community, they use gematria. And even for these games, these basketball games, if you really if you think that this stuff happening with um, Ime and Nia, when I tell you. Uh, if you kind of understood how they having a cult tapping into because when I, I don't know if you guys caught this when I said it, but there's a reason I said it. And even one of my exes, he put me onto this, like going to the basketball games. He's around a lot of white people. Okay. And he, when they go to these games, yeah, it's a sport. <laughs> and yeah. They watch how these games unfold, but they're not watching it on the 3D level that you and I are watching uh, watching it. And there's money involved. And I'm not even on the gambling level. So you start to look at Jamatrian numerology and 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 Ime Ime got himself in a in a um how does it like my mom says that uh, he's a hog in a heck of a hobble. Because when if you know anything about um like latter day of the saints these mormons and they're talking about they're punishing her that's not for play play trust and believe me i don't even i (laughs) i can't even tell you i don't even want to try to play with all of that information but i even tell you like even when you when i went into insurance you better believe i was i'm I haven't even told you the 10th of it. I haven't even told you the one one hundredth of the little bit that I've seen. 
But who you think run all these banks? You think he's going to fumble their bag? And and what makes it so fascinating, I think, is that latter day of the saints, there's a reason that that stuff is coming up and that she's a Mormon. There's a, they're making a hell of an example with her. And you would think that they're the most quietest, most, you know, lying below the surface. But what I'm telling you, they're running all the strings, including what's happening with the banks and with the insurance companies. They're not for play play. You may mess with the wrong people. With the wrong, mm mm, mm mm, but, um, let me get off of here. I'm already over the thirty six minutes, but that's how I would play it, and that's how I'd recommend for us divine feminines to say it stuff too, because I feel like you know we have one mouth and two ears, and a superpower, surprisingly for women, as much as we like to talk. Is the ability to listen to a man. One of the, the things I learned from this woman. But she was a she was a coincidentally a Jezebel. Since we're talking about Latter Day Saints stuff and um, Mormons. She was a Jezebel. But one of the things she taught me was. And she volunteered this information. Because she could probably see I was a little bit wet behind the ears. But she said you know. Um, if you want to find out something about. I, I had let her know I was dating this this new guy or whatever she's like oh you know what just go take him out to coffee and he's gonna talk his head off and just let him talk and just encourage him like you know just get him more stuff to get him to loosen up and keep talking i was like what but better believe that's what she did to her. <laughs> let me get off of here but but i say all of that to say you know listen learn them strategize play to win that's it. I've been wanting to use that word for a long time. That's it. <laughs> Y'all, when I'm telling you the synchronicities, I know I kind of, I, I know I'm treading very lightly. I don't know. I need to find a place where we can have more conversations that's not really even out there too. But remember, I ended it with me talking about the, the woman that gave me advice and she said, you know, just give them, you know, coffee and let him just talk and he's gonna basically talk and spill everything and you want to keep him in that state of talk and she said just listen just listen but if you even think of the story of judith if you haven't already this is at this point i don't know what to tell you every divine feminine should know have this story in her back pocket okay but and i kind of alluded to it a little bit but i was like you kind of have to wonder how a beautiful pampered woman living her whole best entire life, dressed up, makeup on, is able to behead someone without even breaking a nail. She had him. Let's just say there was drinks involved. If you're going to do your homework, you're going to do your homework. It's not going to cost you more than 15 minutes. It's your divine feminine journey. It's it's yours for the taking. I can't, you know... Do your homework if it's worth it to you, right? If it's if it's worth any salt to you. But if it's not, I'm not going to keep pushing it. But if, if you've seen it and you, you know, go and watch it. I talked about the coffee. I talked about how she was able to do that. You know, Judith is able to do what she had to do. I can't do everything for you, but the synchronicities are there. I said what I said, what I said and that's it. Y'all, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, 
because I'm telling you, I stay in my head, but this is so important and I want to tie up this loose end. We didn't even touch on it. I've been hearing some stuff and if I should have caught this earlier, especially considering my my um, upbringing in an orthodox religion. But even in the Bible, y'all, um, one of these ads came up on my, you know, I'm watching YouTube and these ads will come up. And, and for some reason, this is the second time I've seen him come up. But excuse me. Oh, that was so gross. I'm not re-recording. I'm not doing it. I'm drinking my um, organic super fruit greens drink and talking monster. He was talking about how Jesus was prophesying. Prophecy is foretelling the future. And y'all, I am to the point where, like I said, the winter is coming. The winter is going to be a great time for me to really just be cuddled up at home in front of the fireplace. I really see myself going through a lot of books, a lot of audiobooks, and it's going to be some really good content for us going into the winter, the more I'm staying indoors and, and really getting into that bookworm energy. And the the the, I, the thing is why I'm saying I might even have to go back into the Bible and look for examples is because I've been so far out of it that it, it's I'm going to have to go back in it and look for those examples. But y'all, what kind of got me to is, you know, uh, the best way I can explain it is the vice scene for your spirituality. We're getting a lot more clarity for the things that we're seeing in front of us, right? Age of Pisces very much about rose rose uh, colored lenses. And sometimes it can mean it's foggy. You're not sure what is smack dab right in front of you. But it what caught me is understand I'm looking at things with clarity now. When when he was talking and I'm going to the next time he pops up, I'm going to stop it, stop whatever video I'm watching and I'm going to try to either record it or download it so we can go over it together because he he you have to understand that religion tries to keep you um disconnected. Even in the Bible it says it talks about how the intention was for man to have a one man or woman, you know, to have a direct communication with source, right? I'm going to call it with source to the point where the veil was ripped and you didn't have to go to a middleman or to a pastor or to a priest or to a synagogue. Um, Hello, somebody, because a lot of us are still going to church and going to priests and still going to pastors, but um, that's neither here nor there. And or if you really want to, if you really want me to keep it 100 with you, some of y'all are even going to tarot readers, but that's neither here nor there. And I have a lot of podcasts on that explaining exactly what I mean, because if you took it as shade, then whatever. But if some of you know, then you know, ah, there's another new um, recording I have to. Okay. As the man was talking about how Jesus prophesied and he foretold the future. He said. But, you know, I'm not pointing out that Jesus was foretelling the future because I want you to go out there and forecast and look into the future. I want you to look at this because and he went down his little rabbit hole and I said, well, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. If Jesus out here prophesying and a lot of us know that there were the it was the um 
12 magi who looked at the planetary placements and that's how they were able to figure out one that Jesus was coming and two where he was and I think that um we talk a lot about astrocartography right but also um you have to understand that they they knew um certain like you know how the same way how I'm saying Jupiter is going into Aries. They, you know, don't get hung up on Jesus the way that Christian has been taught to us. You have to understand that. Um, I'm going to give you a case in point. Man, I do not want this podcast to be long. But even right, I re- Ooh, okay. It is what it is. Either you're here and you're with me and this is meant for you. But I want to say it was like last year, right around the time that Beyonce dropped her... Um, her her album um i think she i think she named it god is king or something or 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 something like that and she deliberately also used uh the imagery of a comet but the comet was coming down to earth and it turned into a little boy and it had the symbolism of this planetary sign on his head kind of like in the waterbender highbender never saw the movie i've only heard of it literally right around and and if anybody if there's two people who do things around planetary placements yes the government yes the presidents yes the world powers like russia putin all of them it's going to be j-lo and beyonce okay and i know that there are reasons why beyonce is going to drop certain things around certain times she dropped that that um album around that time but there was also a comet called Sirius. <coughs> there was a, a, a no 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 correction. It was either a comet called Sirius or a, a comet called Cygnus. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was called Cygnus. And this let me type in real quick that the thing of the um and if it wasn't there is a planetary placement. There's this constellation called Cygnus. So it's it was several things going on around the time because actually Cygnus is a part of the Milky Way. And um, it's part of like a, a Latin word for for swan. I just looked it up right here. I, I need to go back and revisit. And and like I said, the podcast is there. But there was a comet. And when you look at the significance of the comet that w- was coming to Earth, this was around the time that we were talking about. Um, I don't really want to tell too much of myself, but but let's just put it like this. The world powers understand that there is a birth of a child that's going to come through, that's going to have a similar impact on the world that Jesus did. Like, that's how significant that comet was, right? And so with with that energy coming in, you know, I could have a limiting belief that it's one person, but it could even be, you know, I, I'm still fine tuning what it means to be like a rainbow baby or a star seed baby or an indigo baby or a crystal crystalline baby. But that baby, you know, the same way like how they predicted that the child when when they went and killed all of the children between the ages of one and three, it's because they understood that, you know, how sometimes we have a lag in the energy or a retrograde, like in a retrograde or in, we have the pre phase and the shadow phase. So they understood that within this time, you know, with with these planetary placements that if this comment comes down, 
you know, some type of, it's going to bring in this type of energy. It's going to bring forth this type of a ruler. And it was even to the point where uh, Caesar, Pilate or whatever, was, you know, even though the Magi were known for studying the planetary placements, you better believe Caesar Pilate, when they said this child is amongst you, is the reason he went into action because his spiritual advisors were looking at the same planets. And to just be safe, they went that one to three years. So um, understand that that same energy, if I'm not mistaken, was last year. Um, I have to go back and look at the video and see and, and kind of look at when she dropped her album and won the comment and the whatever. Um, but but and so then this person within the, is either here has come already around that time or is in the next, you know, even ending out of this year. I would even say it would be cool if 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 that baby was born around going into Aries. Aries is, is about the new. Right. Uh, about a new power coming in. Right. When you're talking about the planetary placements and then, and then another, which coincidentally, y'all, it would be around December 25th. Would be y'all quit playing with me because listen, I I don't even want to get too too crazy with it because isn't the um isn't Jupiter going direct into Aries December? Hold on. And I told y'all this is they're saying that it was the comment was was similar to um the time when Jesus was born. So I don't want you to get so caught up on like, it's another Jesus. And I want you to think about the energy of that, the type of impact that that person is going to have on the world. And that's why Caesar Pilate was thinking it's going to be another ruler, but it wasn't, he wasn't coming to be a ruler of kingdoms or powers or president. He was coming to change the world. And to this day, he still has imprints on how we do things. Y'all Jupiter ends retrograde December uh, this is saying December 30, 2020. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Retrograde. 2020. I put it in the wrong year. 2023. I need to put 2022. This is crazy. <laughs> I remember I told somebody, I told a guy, this is crazy. And he's like, this is not crazy. You know, type of a thing. But um, I just use the word crazy to signify like this is wild out of this world. It goes. It's supposed to end. Um, so it says it will direct November 23rd. So we're into November, November 23rd and November going into December, right around Christmas ish. Right. But, um, yeah, um, these things matter, right? We talked a little bit about why the doctor calls the time of birth and why it's on your, um, birth certificate. Um, and the other thing, too, is even when you look at these planetary placements and, and the significance of what they mean, there is a reason they want to keep these things hidden. Right. Um, and last but not least, I was talking about the, the this, this type of child being born. I think that's why it's also important, you know, for us to kind of understand our children's natal charts type of a thing and the power that they're coming into. But this person is probably going to be developed for the next 30 years. There's actually a, a woman that I'm subscribed to and I need to go back, listen to her stuff. But I know how to deal my energy. I can't take on too much um, 
esoteric stuff at the same time or I will short circuit. So I know when I need to engage with that content, but she does have something up talking about why people quote unquote hate you up until the age of your in your 30s. If, if In fact, if you want to go check it out, let me see if I can find it real quick. Or am I, um, this might be a little too long. I promise you, stay tuned because I'm going to refer you to that video and or listen to it with you. Um, but it, it kind of it is even giving, um, I'm so excited. It's also kind of giving some ideas as to like, you know, a lot of people hated Jesus, right? Up until he's 33. But the thing is, you have to understand, remember, we were talking about how um, your late 20s is when you go through that solar return and it can feel like your whole personality changes and and you can feel like you're almost flipped on your head, but you're you're heading in a different direction. How do you deal with, you know, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, but now that I'm grown, I, I speak as how do you deal with that transition? Right. But and at the same time, so we're looking at in the next 20 years, 30 years, 33 years. For this person to develop into that, into that being and to have that type of power. And then who knows what, what their dynamics will be, but maybe they'll live into an old age or once their mission is done, they will just transpire into something else. So, you know, if you're with me, you're with me, hopefully you held on tight, but um, I'm not in any way, shape or form scared of this type of content. Um it makes me want to burrow down deeper into it and understand it. And I absolutely plan to leverage it and to use it and to kind of navigate and move the way that I need to and use it to my advantage. So hopefully I'm, I better not put any more up on this because I like to keep them short. And I, I'm, I think I'm already over the 45 minute mark. So um, obviously I'm not going to fit everything into one podcast. So let's just keep it pushing and I'll set the reset button, put a new podcast up if I have to address something up something else. All right, bye.